0: Psalm 89, verses 5 to 6. The heavens praise your wonders, O Lord, your faithfulness too, in the assembly of the holy ones. For who in the skies above can compare with the Lord? Who is like the Lord among the heavenly beings?
1: When I um, write a response to uh, a biblical passage, in this case, case Psalm 89, uh, I often try to respond to it from... Uh, very contemporary point of view or or kind of ask a question that's coming out of the psalm that that helps people um focus on what the psalmist is saying and and the word faithfulness really got my attention and uh being an english liter literature uh student uh, i thought of matthew arnold in the 19th century because he's keeping the the 19th century is where the christian Centrality of Christianity in the Western world started getting compromised by the sciences. And I think we're still living in that age, but I thought it'd be kind of fun to quote uh, a part of his poem, Dover Beach, which everybody felt kind of reflected the spirit of the age. He says, the sea of faith was once too at the full. And round earth's shore lay like the folds of a bright girdle furled. But now I only hear its melancholy long withdrawing roar, retreating to the breadth of the night wind down the vast edges drear and naked shingles of the world. Uh, if you want a downer, that's it. But it really <laughs> did reflect the intellectual kind of ruling class uh, view that uh, at long last, 19 centuries after Christ, uh, the faith was taking wing and, and was going to be replaced by a new religion, which uh, in a general
0: sense is called science. And, you know, that to me, that really highlights this phrase from the psalm where it says, who is like the Lord among the heavenly beings? You know, when we consider all of the voices of authority or all of the lowercase g gods, that have presented themselves throughout history, there is none like Yahweh. And even if we look at all of the people on the timeline of history, we could say, who is like Jesus? There's really no one else like him uh, in so many ways. And if we take this poem and um, you know consider, if it's people's reality, that that unique authority of the universe, Yahweh, that unique person of history, Jesus, if they don't exist or if there's no faith in them at all, then we're just left with, you know, quite predictable. And as you said, depressing outcomes and historical events and the course of history just kind of leads to a, a, a dull, uh, maybe not even dull, just violent and corrupt place. So I think asking the question that the psalmist does is actually it leads me to worship. Who is like the Lord? Who yeah. is like Jesus? No one else. And that's why we can put our hope in them.
1: Well, I don't know what it was in the 19th century, but the 19th century is the father of the 20th century where uh, the, uh, well, I'll just take my own personal example. And yours is almost diametrically uh, opposed to mine and or not, not in opposition with, but different than mine
0: mm-hmm. in that
1: I was a Christian in name only. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very attracted to uh, church. Uh, I went to a boarding school that had chapel every day. Uh, I loved it. I really thought that was wonderful. Um, But by the time college comes along, basically the Christian message, the church had allowed, this is my whole argument here. The church had allowed the Christian uh, message to be subsumed by the cultural message, which at the heart is science or self. Hmm. And that's the world that, I had to be knocked out of in order to wake up to what you're saying or what the psalmist is saying, who is Mm -hmm. like the Lord among the heavenly beings.